Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are inspired by an insult. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the engine. I always, always make fun of my students in class. And it's, it's not anything malicious. It's not anything weird. I just give them a hard time. Give them a hard time for their hair or a math problem or saying something silly. And we always have a great time because one of the beautiful things about insults is that they allow people to learn how to just be bad at things, right? And it it seems so counterintuitive because when you're dealing with SAT prep and ACT prep, you're dealing with people who are really, really worried about messing up a question or getting a low score. They have high expectations for themselves. Their parents have really high expectations. Everybody wants them to do well. So it's a really delicate thing. You don't want someone to feel bad about themselves. But at the same time, how do you get them comfortable making mistakes? Well, if you try to make everyone feel super, super good about themselves. When they do make a mistake, they will be veering off the path. They will be veering away from what they think you think about them. They're great, fantastic, never make mistakes, so perfect. And then, of course, they make a mistake and then it's the end of the world. What I try to do right out of the blocks is I just joke around with them. I give them a hard time. I'm like, ah, well, you're an idiot, so whatever. And of course, I, I don't do it to students that I know are, are more sensitive. I usually do it with guys that are a little bit more gregarious and outgoing, and then everybody starts kind of laughing, and then I make fun of the other students, and, and we get going, and we develop a rapport, and people really, they become more vulnerable because they realize it's okay to laugh at themselves. It's okay to laugh at making a mistake. It's okay to make a mistake. And we get on with it. We get on with the prep and we get on with the math and we get on with all these other things. And it's fantastic. It's a, it's a good way to do it. But I make sure sometimes that the students realize they shouldn't care about anything I say. And we got into this very long conversation today about it because it's so interesting why someone would care about what someone else thinks. Because I, I told this girl today, I said, look, if your mom insults you, if your mom comes up to you, the person who knows you the best comes up to you and says, hey, you're really a screw up or hey, you've really messed this up or, or you're a bad person or whatever, justifiably, that should be upsetting to you. That's somebody who really knows you. But I don't really know you. I mean, I know you more than I know a stranger, but say I give you a hard time about your hair being bad or, or something silly. You should never care what I say. You should never care. I don't really, I mean, you know you. I don't know you. But that doesn't matter to people anymore. Because the anonymous insults and these nebulous interactions that people have, those carry so much weight. We were talking about it. The, the anonymous insult from a nameless, faceless person carries way more value than the genuine compliment from somebody that you know. So you get some kind of, you know, online bullying, 
going on and, and people or you get anonymous text that was the thing for a little bit somebody would make there was a way to anonymize text messages so that you could send a text message but the number was like a junk number so somebody would text you and be like you're fat and your hair sucks and people would take this to heart they don't even know the person that's on the other line they don't know who has said this it could be a wrong number for all they know they can't have a dialogue or reply to anything and people get really upset about it. Now, imagine this student, young woman getting this text and her mom comes up to her and says, hey, whoa, 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 I know you. I know you. I, I've been with you since the beginning. You are not overweight and your hair is not terrible. You just got it done yesterday. You said you loved it. And w what's going on? That means almost nothing to this girl. And I was talking to, again, the student in my class about this. I said, you know, people take these things to heart. And she laughed. She said, yeah, but she, they take them to heart because they're true. And it, it, it struck me because I laughed about it. Like, it, you take it to heart because it's true. So if somebody you don't know texts you and says you're overweight and your hair sucks, you take that to heart because it's true. Well, who is saying it's true aside from this person who you can't interact with and you don't understand? She says, well, me. And that's when the shoe dropped. It's like, okay, well, look, here's the thing. You are saying that the only reason that you care at all about this text message is because you already dislike your hair. You already think you're overweight or something like that. You get this text and the text isn't making it true. You're making it true. And she said, yeah, that's essentially it. And this was so striking because I don't think she saw it. I don't think she saw it. But the reality is the text messages, the anonymous bullying, all of it is meaningless. All of it is meaningless. It doesn't have any value at all. The only thing that has value is whether or not you can control the horrific voice in your own head. That's it. That's it. These aren't real insults. They're not real character flaws or criticisms. These are just BS things that try to light a fire on the inside of your head because there's no reason to actually care about them. And if you're already worried about your hair or your, your image or whatever it is, then you already have these anxieties. I, the text message is nothing. The text message is literally just a reminder like, hey, do you want to think about uh, how much you weigh and uh, what your hair looks like? You want to think about that right now? And it forces you to contemplate it, and then all of a sudden, you're upset about it. But the goal should never be, the goal should never be to find a way to stop the anonymous text message because, they, well, first off, we'll never find a way to stop an anonymous text message. There will always be a way for somebody to communicate with you without presenting their face. What I mean, they could send, they could send a letter to your house if they really wanted to get weird about it. And, and, you know, put some bunk return address. It doesn't matter. The communication will always come. And I said, why don't you guys think about this? And they're like, well, we do think about it. That's the problem. We feel like it's true. 
And that's when I remind them, I said, look, the problem with how old you are right now is that you substitute extreme personal criticism for critical thought and self-reflection. You do not say, okay, I might be overweight for what I want, but I have lost weight. I look better than I did. I look great on average. I'm not overweight on average. I'm a good person. I'm a smart person and I move on with my life. You don't say that to yourself. You don't take this negative input and reasonably balance it out with the positive aspects of your life that are real, that are real. You're a good person. You have great aspects of you. You may not be as thin as you want to be. That's fine, but very few people are. But what about all the other good stuff? And this is what I was telling my class. You substitute harsh self-criticism for genuine thought and self-reflection. Because if you really took a step back and you really thought about it, if you were honest with yourself, you might say, okay, look, these are the top five things I dislike most about myself. But if I weigh these top five things against the top five things that are best about me, I overwhelmingly am a good person. Nobody has that conversation. Nobody has that conversation at 16 or 17. I have a top five list of things I hate about myself, but you know what? I almost don't even listen to that anyway because I know I'm trying as hard as I can to be a better person, to address the top five things, and to keep the other five things that are best about me to keep those things going as hard as possible. So if somebody, even if my wife, who I love dearly and knows me the best, even if she came to me and she's like, you know what, you really screwed this up, whatever that thing was, I wouldn't even be upset about it. I would literally say, yeah, I, I probably did. But you know what? I'm doing my best. I'm trying my best. I had a reason for doing it that way. Was I wrong? Sure, I was wrong but I tried my best. And you know what? That's one of the better qualities. That's one of my better traits. And I have that in spades. So am I mad that I didn't get it perfect? No. No, I'm not. And I feel like if we can just help students and younger people in general have an honest conversation with themselves, not honesty wrapped around criticism and darkness, but honesty that looks at a broader picture without enlarging their heads, without making them feel like they're perfect and they don't have any room for progress. If we could do that, then we would never, ever have to worry about bullying or criticism or self-esteem again. Because I work with a lot of young people, and I got to tell you, they may not be perfect, but the vast majority of them are great people. And the heat that they get and the heat that they experience in their own heads and the difficulty of the world that they're in right now, they just need a little help navigating it. Because if we can get them to the finish line of high school, if we can get them through college, if we can get them into the real world, I think we will all be massive beneficiaries 
of their awesomeness. I'm Matt Todd, and this is you that drives me. Go out and crush it. Thank you, everyone, and please do remember the essay classes are lining up daily as are the SAT and ACT review. If you need some help, just hit me up.